Welcome to WTBU News Today. I'm Varsha Subramanian. Boston has been getting warmer. Temperatures Saturday are expected to reach a high of 51 degrees, with the rest of the week looking about the same. Now we'll move into the Boston University COVID-19 dashboard update. On Thursday, April 8th, four members of the Boston University community tested positive for COVID-19. Two of them were students and two of them were employees. For the week of April 2nd to April 8th, 0.38% of tested students were deemed positive for the coronavirus, with 0.19% of tested faculty and 0.28% of tested staff also receiving positive test results. On average, BU's lab took 13.7 hours to process each test. 61 students are currently in isolation and 1,281 students have recovered from the disease. Ian Bacchus is here now with a weekly compliance report. Friday's weekly COVID-19 compliance report shows a rise in non-compliance as 321 students were sanctioned for repeated non-compliance, 2,641 warnings over the daily attestation, and 1,386 testing warnings were issued to students this week, an increase of over 100 for both. There were also increased reports of mass non-compliance with eight instances reported this week compared to two last week. Physical distancing concerns went up from none last week to two this week as well. There were two guest violations and two violations of isolation or quarantine housing. However, non-compliant gatherings have gone down. There continues to be no on-campus gatherings and there were four off-campus gatherings, one less than last week. This report comes with a message from the Dean of Students Office that being vaccinated against COVID-19 does not mean that students should stop completing their daily attestation or wearing masks. In Hingham, Massachusetts, this is Elaine Pakis for WTVU News. Joining us next is Kylie Nguyen with updates on the COVID vaccine requirements in New Hampshire. New Hampshire has decided to remove its residency requirement for the coronavirus vaccination starting from Monday, April 19. Republican Governor Chris Sununu received criticism from Democrats and officials in college communities over the state's decision to prohibit vaccination for college students from other states and non-residents. Sununu announced on Thursday that the restriction is being lifted after the states anticipated to have plenty of doses to go around. New Hampshire residents aged 16 and older have been eligible for the vaccination since April 2nd, according to the chief of the state Borough of Infectious Disease Control, Elizabeth Daly. About 60% of the New Hampshire population has either been vaccinated or has scheduled their shots. In Boston, I'm Kylie Nguyen for WTBU News. Next up, we have a story about Arizona from Evan Jimenez. Arizona's Republican governor signed into law a bill that prevents the state from using private grants for elections. Governor Doug Ducey said on Friday that the goal of the bill is to build confidence and integrity in future elections. This is despite the state receiving funding from a foundation owned by Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg last year. Money that Ducey alleges was used properly. The bill bans the use of privately provided money for staffing, voter outreach, and other associated expenses. Democratic opponents have argued that the bill would not be necessary if the state provided enough public funding for their own elections. The governor has pledged to work with the state's legislature in the future to ensure that there is enough funding available. In Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Evan Jimenez for WTBU News. And finally, we have Victoria Popovska with Prince Philip's death. 
Prince Philip, husband and consort of Queen Elizabeth II, died Friday morning at the age of 99. The royal's death was announced by a statement from the royal family that confirmed the prince's passing and said it occurred peacefully at Windsor Castle. The prince is the longest-serving consort of any British monarch, having spent 65 years supporting the queen until he retired from his public role in 2017 and has since stayed out of the public view. As is tradition, a framed notice containing the news of the prince's death was placed on the railing of Buckingham Palace. Funeral plans are still in the works, but it will likely likely be a modified event in light of the pandemic and government guidelines. In Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Victoria Popovska for WTVU News. That's it for this edition of WTVU News Today. Be sure to tune in to our full program every Tuesday and Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern over on WTVU Radio. On behalf of Alex Corey and Stella Lawrence, I'm Varsha Subramanian reporting from Dubai UAE for WTVU News.